welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It. This is Jasmine, your host. I hope that you've been enjoying the past episodes. I'm I'm so happy I started season three. It's so cool. And today I have uh, my friend Ev Johnston. Hi, Ev. Hi, Jazz. How are you? I'm just, season three. That sounds absolutely great. <laughs> Yeah, you're, I think you're like episode four or five. I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm good with episode four or five of season three. That'll do. <laughs> um, I'm, and, and you're in the, in, I have uh, my lineup. I, I have Dickon Bettinger coming up. So you're going to be in that pool with Dickon. Oh, that's cool? amazing. I was talking about <laughs> He's fantastic. He just really is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward. So those of you who don't know Dickin, get ready. He's coming. He's like such a spiritual and mellow, chill dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's really good with nature. It's, he's fantastic to listen to. <laughs> so for those of you listening to us, um, I just want to give you a little bit of a background. Ev and I met during a class that we both did with Rob Cook, actually. That's where we actually met. Um, And uh, so we were doing a, it was Unlock Your Health that he called it. Yes. We were both into this conversation of health. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I, uh, I met her. But what can you tell the people that, you know, are listening to us, what do you do? Like, where are you from? First of all, we all know just by your accent that you're not from Canada or the US. No, no. Yeah. So um, I'm from Dublin in Ireland. And I what I do actually is I am mostly a leadership coach, but I do a lot of training. And covertly, what I've been doing is I bring in the three principles wherever I possibly can. Yeah, and I don't name it. I generally don't tend to, to name it. And in fact, if you ask me to describe the three principles, I'd probably just go mute for a little while. But I know that I have found a way of bringing people along yeah. that I just love using through um, my coaching. So that's what I do. My background, I spent 30 years in financial services. OK, that's what I did. And uh, Ireland, back in the very early 90s, set up a financial services centre. And we all thought we were absolutely fantastic because it was so fresh and new. Like you guys had it all in Canada and in the States and even London had it. But Ireland, actually, back in the early 90s, we didn't have it. And we I was part of a group of people that really kicked it off in Ireland. And then it just started to build up. So I was in the industry for years, but I never really was that type of person. I always knew there was something different about my approach. But having said that, I could I could play that role very well. I used to say I could win an Oscar award every single day going into my job because I took on a different persona depending on what people uh, thought. <laughs> yeah. It's really not a good way to live our lives. Yeah. It's um it's funny that you say you don't name the principles. So um those of you listening are not coaching maybe you are coaches and you understand totally what the heck we're talking about but those of you who are not coaches um like the three principles are mind thought consciousness and they're very hard to explain i mean you've got these people that you know are very comfortable with explaining it but 
I know for myself, I don't know if it's the same for you, but for myself, it's kind of like, it's still so, um, like, I know they're there. I know how to use them. I know, I understand them. Um, But then as soon as I start explaining to somebody, like, like psychology gets stuck in it all. And then I get people tell me, yeah, but that's this and that's that and that's this. And I get so confused. I just don't, (laughs) I just don't, don't get into it. Yeah. And and I'm the same. And I think Jazz, you probably see it the same. It's a way of living. I have found a new way of living. And I had a client call me yesterday. She said, can I have five minutes of your time? Of course, I was going to make myself available. And can I have five minutes of your time? Now she, I, I, I had done a number of coaching sessions with her up until, say, August. And then she was just felt she was free for the world and she was well able to uh, move on. And we'd done a lot of things together about leadership. We'd done a lot of things to empower her. And part of the empowerment was actually bringing out her creative side. She was an accountant. And you don't often match accountants and being creative, but actually I think every human has a creative side in them. So even you do plants, there's your creative side. Anything we do on a daily basis is, is creative, but we tend to suppress that at various stages in our life. So that to me is the pre- three principles in action where you, where you don't suppress, you just are. And I always describe because straight out my window, there's a tree. And I said, you know, there is a tree on the right and there's a tree on the left. And the one on the right is a lot more amber looking and its leaves are a little bit more advanced than the one on the left. And I always say to clients, I say, do you you actually think the tree on the right that's more advanced in its letting go of its trees is better? Do you think it's thinking? Do you think it's comparing itself to the other tree on the left that's actually blossoming still because the weather's odd at the moment, it's very warm? And I said, nature doesn't question itself ever. But when we get a brain in our heads and we have this thinking machine, we start questioning everything. So I always bring the clients back to, you know, what would it be like if you were a tree? You just get on with it and you wouldn't have all that thinking. But this woman who asked for five minutes was an hour and a half. And she literally poured her heart out because nothing felt right. And all I kept saying to her is, but you know, you know why this doesn't feel right. And she goes, I know, I know, I know. Because <laughs> we do know, just like the tree knows. And uh, that's a long answer too. I can't even remember the question. But yeah, it is. I don't even remember the question either. It doesn't matter. We talked about the three principles. We were describing the three yeah, principles. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about the three principles. That's it. Um, So listen, lately I've been, so the podcast is called Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want, right? Yeah, I love it. The the premise of it, how it started all really, like Dream It, Dare It, Do It is the the very first name of my company. Like in the the early 2000s, I became self-employed and I decided to give my company name the name of d to the power of three. Oh wow and oh, somebody asked me what does d to the power of three mean and i was like 
well, it's, it means dream it, dare it, do it, you know, cause I was really, I, I dreamt of having my business and I dared to do it, <laughs> you know, so that just came out of me. And, um, I was working with companies, you know, like, you know, like I was really more corporate. It was really, yeah. like I'm always coming into companies and, and I'm organizing, making the flow, the workflow better and putting structure and, and policies and, you know, all of that stuff and saying, okay, dream it there, do it just didn't work. <laughs> so yeah. I never, like, I would use it for me, but that's all I would do. And when I decided to create a podcast, I said, what the, what am I going to call the podcast? So I, I didn't know. And one morning I was in bed and dream it there, do it came up. Brilliant. And I was like, that is so cool. It's like 20 years later and it was still present for me. I just added live the life you want because yeah. when I started in the 2000s, the idea was for me was I'm going to live the life I want. Yeah. And and that's how it all evolved. But as I, as I evolved, <laughs> as I went through my journey of being self-employed and, and, you know, trying to find clients and yeah. making income and having my own structure, um, I discovered that what I wanted wasn't what I thought I wanted. And when I came into the three principles, for me in the three principles, the thing that made the most sense, like I, I understand mind and consciousness, I do. But the thing that really blew my mind was the power of thought. Yeah. Like how many, because I'm very intellectual, like I'm an intellectual girl. I work with, like, I work with strategies. I'm going to talk, you're going to tell me something and I'm going to say, okay, we're going to do this. And it's all going to go in my head and I'm going to have the flow in my head of how it's going to go. Right. Mm -hmm. But I would do that everywhere. Yes. I would do that in my life. So it's good. I'm not saying it was bad, but I could see that bringing it into my daily life, my just my personal life, not my corporate life, didn't always, wasn't always advantageous, let's yes. just say, yeah. right? So like, I love thoughts. Like when I understand thoughts, when I see the domino effect of thoughts, you can have one that's going to generate one that's going to generate one. When I see that going, I can go, oh yeah, let me just stop. Yes. And then come back to myself, breathe, and then all the tension that I've created is disappears. Yeah. yeah. And the first time I did that was like, blew my mind. Yeah. Like how I was all tense. Like it was like in my body. And I saw all of the thinking that I had. And I said, let's drop it. All yeah. of a sudden, <clears throat> yeah. I just came back to peace, calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we do it to ourselves. Yeah. But it is very, it, it's a difficult concept to get people 
to see until they actually see it. They are they nearly have to be in a quiet state to realize that actually the reason that they're in that is because of their thinking. Yeah. And, and that for me has been like the greatest thing I ever learned. And it was a Michael Neal one that he said one day is just the concept of full stop. So if I find myself getting into the headspace and I did in relation to a particular thing this morning, I just found myself getting there. But it's gone because I saw it, noticed it and went, really? You want to take that now and keep going with that for the whole day and ruin your whole weekend? Or do you want to actually go? You're actually making that up now. There was only two facts. It was one text. It was two lines long. That 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 is not something you can spend the whole weekend thinking about. But I would have in the past. Yeah. That was the beauty of actually just learning that I have that power just to go. No, ain't going there. Not going there. How did you? How did you get to this conversation? Like how? Yeah, it was a real accident. So in 2006, I did a neuro-linguistic programming course with Michael Neal, Richard Bandler and um, Paul McKenna in London. And I just kind of really got into the whole NLP. And then Michael Neal, I was on his, I can't even remember what his Caffeine for the Soul, I think it was his original one. I was on his email list. And I used to get his emails all the time. And I was self-employed back then. And I had a coaching business. And I went to London and I did his courses in London. I remember going to Stockholm and doing a course in London. And then the crash happened in Ireland. And it was a really severe crash. And my business, my coaching and training business just literally collapsed. So I had to actually go back and get a a job back in financial services. Because I knew I could get a job quite quickly. It was quite specialised. So... I went back and that email account that I had, because my business went, it just disappeared. So I never knew what anybody was doing in that old world. I very quickly transitioned back into financial services and doing all the right thing and actually not being conscious of anything that was going on. I got on that steam train and I just kept going. But when I left the industry again, because I got an opportunity to leave um, in 2018, I decided that uh, I just Googled Michael Neal <laughs> and just and he happened to be in London the following week. So I Googled on a Friday and the following Monday I was doing one of his intensives. And I just sat there and there were eight of us in the room and he kept talking about the three P's. And I was gone. Wonder what he's talking about. And I decided I didn't, really, I didn't want to kind of put my hand up too soon because everybody was nodding away. They knew exactly what he was talking about. So eventually, after the first tea break, I kind of went up and I said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And it, it was Kirsty actually, Halverson was there. And yeah. uh, he said, Kirsty, will you, will you just explain to Ev here what the three Ps were? And by her explaining, he kind of said, oh, Why are you? How did you end up here? I said, I Googled you, saw you were here, and I came here. <laughs> he says, all right, okay, so so you probably have them as part of your life anyway, because you have that intuition where you just go with something. I never questioned anything. I just kind of arrived and rocked up and sat on the chair. So that was it, and then that was it. 
And interesting because you've met my husband, Ian, and I remember I came back and of course I was all three Ps and I was all, it was the best thing ever and it was great. And this is my new way and la, la, la. And my husband was thinking, oh, here we go. <laughs> it, it was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And one day I came home and I could hear Michael Neal's voice. It's gone. And there was Ian listening. He's got this is really good stuff. So he's really got into the whole well, Michael Levy's done so many of his courses. We've done the coaching together. And then we got really into actually having this as a way of life for um, kids. And we did a, a three pre's course with the iHeart principles. Mm, yeah. So we've done that. They're like um, Spark, I think, is the one over in the States. We looked into that one as well. But the iHeart was more kind of European. So we've done that for two years as well. So that's how I got into it. It was complete and utter accident, but there's no such thing as an accident. We know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It just speaks like for me, it was kind of like I, I'd been, I knew of Michael, um, he, you know, he had this, um, this book called Effortless Success. Mm. And I love, I, I mean, ever I, in secondary four, I had a teacher that was a math teacher that was showing us algebra. And he also taught us about the law of least effort. Yes. And as, as I, I mean, the secondary four, well, what, how old was I? 15, you know, something like that. And yeah. that always stuck with me. I like the law of least effort. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I was like the least effort. Yes. I love yeah. that. And when I saw effortless success, I started yeah. listening to Michael and then yeah. I found Michael on the Hay House radio show. And then I started listening to him and I was like, yeah, you know, like every time he spoke, I was just like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's how I got into it. And and I had no idea it was the three principles. And then yeah. at one point I was like, okay, what is he talking about? <laughs> you know, oh, matter? principle. Yeah. I, I really didn't matter because yeah. the, the level of inner peace I had reached because I, all my life, I had a lot of turmoil. Mm. You know, it was, it was inner turmoil and I had a lot of shoulds. Yeah. There was yeah. like, I should do this. I should do that. I should do this. I should do that. Yeah. You know? And I shan't, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, and, and that had a lot of, there was a lot of aggression in me, mm. you know, because it was actually going counter, counter, yeah. me. it was yeah. against myself. Yeah. And when I found this, I just reached this inner peace. And sometimes I'm, I, you know, I still get upset but so not yeah you know like my I spend way more time in inner peace than anything else yeah which yeah. makes my life fantastic oh yeah it's 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 really is it's a fantastic uh it's just a lovely way to be because even if I go I call it off track I just bounce back so quickly now. It's it's just not even, I, I just noticed it very quickly. But I don't know, have you ever done any breath work? 
breathwork. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah. I've heard of it, of course, because, yeah. you know, I was um, looking to fix me. So I did hear about it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tick that box. Well, I ticked that box. And I use that as part of the fixing me process. And breathwork is really together with the knowledge of the three principles and just living in that effortless flow. Breathwork really, really, it's like the last piece of the puzzle. Because what it does is you're using your breath to actually untangle any kind of past trauma that might actually be just clinging to your body in some way, whether it's DNA or I don't really understand. But the breathwork is so dynamic. And I have a there's a breathworker here and, and, and we went over to the States, actually, and we, we did a, a week long course in Joshua Tree. And that for me was the final piece of the jigsaw. That I was able to really go, okay, now I'm finally at peace. Because even all the deep embedded bits that I had been carrying, that I didn't realize I was carrying, of course, I thought I ticked all those boxes and I dealt with them. Um, they're gone. And even sometimes when I kind of, it's like a little floating thing that might come in into my consciousness every now and again, but I kind of go, no, no, I'm at peace with that. And breathwork was that final piece. It was like as if the three principles came and I needed to, to, to see them. But actually, the breathwork allowed me to really experience them and embed and them. It, Gorgeous. It's cool that, um, you know, when I first, I first, because I've been working with the three principles for a long time. And when I, I first, you know, worked with them, it was kind of like, okay, but you can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. And you can't do this and you can't do that. And, and I was like, it, it was the shant again. And I, it was yeah. kind of like, who says it, it, it felt a little yucky. It felt a little like, well, I can do whatever I want. Like, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and, and then I, the more that I got into this understanding, I was just like, yeah. So, okay. So when you understand the, the, the three principles, when you understand where your experience of life comes from, when you truly know, <laughs> right. Then yeah, definitely it's, 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 I'm going to say could be the only thing that you need to know. Right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But when you don't. Yes. And there's still stuff that's stuck that you don't understand that you can't see because you just can't see it right now. That's it. It's okay. If you want to evolve if you want more freedom if you want more peace and this speaks to you then go do it yeah just know that there's no what's the word i'm looking for there's no set <laughs> way of being like yeah you ch you're changing at every moment yeah because every moment is a new moment yeah because the moment that we had just two seconds ago is gone it's over done so if in the moment you're like oh i'd like to do breath work i'm i'm making mm -hmm. it up i like to do breath work go do breath work yeah but if in another moment you're like no you know what i don't need the breath work right now yeah then you don't need it, you yeah. know, like there's like this thing where as, 
as human beings, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who does this. You know, we kind of like find this thing that makes us feel good. And then we're like, that's it. You know, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Like we're looking for that thing that's going to be there for the rest of our life. Yeah. But no, (laughs) that's not how it is. But Jazz, even the way you do this, that thing that we want to be there for the rest of our lives. So it's like as if it's here. Yeah. Or, or here or here and if I'm honest at one stage I thought it was cigarettes another time I thought it was like um, you know wine you know definitely it was food at another stage it was yeah. definitely my kids and I had a huge attachment to my kids it doesn't mean I don't still have a, absolutely adore them but it's a different it's a different attachment so for me it was always out here I was looking for it so I did the angel crystals the healing the blah 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 um, always looking for something outside always and I got on planes to Peru I went everywhere looking for it and you know if Dickon will say this it wasn't out there (laughs) it was here and it was it was in here because it's and that's the bit that's really hard to explain because it's here and and I would have in the past blamed you know my, my father was quite a difficult man and I would have blamed my father on oh that's why I feel this way and that's why I and then I'd be looking for all these things outside to settle this. But he's in the kind of throes of dementia now. And he's at a few falls this week. And my relationship with him over the last few years, because I found this way of being, has just literally, it's just completely different. It's, it's, it's you know, I can't even remember what it was like because it's so lovely now. To the extent that the other day he just looked at me and you could just see in his eyes, he was so at peace. But at the same time, he was saying, help, I'm in pain, because he had fallen. And I lifted him up, because that's all I could do in the moment. But it was that peace to peace. And there was no heart to heart. There was no layers of, he did that when I was a baby, and that happened, and that happened. Mm. All that's gone, because I didn't need any of that. It's like... It's like a filing cabinet, but I've just chucked it all and burnt it. It's just me and him now. And that's for me is what this has done for me, this way of of being. And every time life feels difficult, I have to go, "Mm, okay, now what's going on here? What are you attaching something to? Because life is not difficult. Yeah. It's like, even even I, I so I, I'm in I'm in the class with Michael. I don't know if you're in there. Uh, the living a guided life. Have you? Are no, you- I had to, I had to actually just withdraw just from one or two things this year. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every- <laughs> yeah, I get it. I only took this one this year. That's the only one I took. Um, I sh- I shouldn't say this year. I'm going to say this fall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the so, year so in, the in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, he said something, he said something like this, which, you know, I know for a fact, you know, people who, who, ha- who are not in this conversation, who do not understand, you know, who are still in their heads about yeah. it are going to might, I might have a whole bunch of thinking about it, but 
um, he said something like, we're, we're always okay. In, in the moment, in yeah. the moment, we're always okay. Even yeah. if in the hardest time, yeah. in the moment, we're always okay. And, you know, you were talking about dementia. My mother, my mother passed away um, and she had dementia and I was, I was her caregiver. Yeah. And, and in the moment, like if you would have asked me, you know, my mom, I was taking care of my mom for five years. Maybe I, I don't even remember. I, I don't know. Is it two years, three years, six years? I don't know. But I was taking care of mom. And um, she, if you would have asked me like 10 years before that, what, what is the worst illness? You know, I would have said Alzheimer's. I mean, yeah. my biggest fear was like, oh, I don't want my mom to have Alzheimer's. And she had dementia, which is basically the beginning of Alzheimer's, right? It's a symptom of Alzheimer's, as I was explained, as it was explained to me anyways. Um, and yet, you know, like they told me she's, she's gonna, she's not gonna remember how to go to the bathroom. She's not gonna remember how to eat. She's not, like, they were just telling me these kind of things. And it was just my head, yeah. Was, I couldn't fathom it couldn't like oh, what am I going to do with that that's horrible that's just like and that's all the thinking I had about it and then it happened yeah and in that moment you know anything that happened to her didn't matter like yeah. it I remember the first time I came into the house and she had done she had she had defecated like the whole like the whole nines um and my dad was there and he didn't notice and i'm like uh it stinks dude like how can you not notice this first of all so that and i i just walked in and i said okay it stinks in the house and he's like what do you mean and then I said, well, it's things in the house. So I I walk away and my mom's sitting in the sofa. She's got a blanket on her, which is which how she usually does it. And I go to the kitchen and then she gets up and she comes and see me. And she was in a pair of white pants. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, mom, come, let's go take a shower. Like, no, my, my mental was going, oh my God, I can't freaking believe this. But what came out of my mouth was, okay, mama, come, come with me. Let's go take a shower. And I remember, and I was like, oh my God. And I, it's like, and so I got, I went to take a shower and she got in the bathroom and she started crying and she's like apologizing for crying. And I said, mom, you can cry. Just yeah. go ahead, go ahead and cry, mom, let it all out. It, it's not your fault. And she, I can't believe I did that. But I love that I was able to be that safe space for her yeah to go through what she had to go through yeah and I really um aspire to be <laughs> like that all the time like I really I, I'm not don't get me wrong I'm not I but wanted to say you are you you say you wanted to say that well sometimes I get caught up in my thinking sometimes yeah. I still do but yeah. I know that that's something that I 
we should all be like that. Like now, you know, something that's, that dings me, it just like, there's a ding that comes when people do the jokes, you know, the, 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 the jokes, let me put you down as a joke. Yes. Yes. I, I can't tolerate that anymore. Yeah. The other day I was on a, on a call and somebody said something like, okay, let's talk behind his back. Yeah. And they were like, he's such a this, he's such a that. And I just, I like, yeah. I had a physical reaction and I was like, you know what? I actually love him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I rem- I saw the faces, it was a zoom call and I saw the faces going. Yeah. It changes everything. It's, it's like we do it without thinking. That's it. But there's an impact. It's not yeah. funny. Yeah, no, no, there's no, it's, that's it. it. It's not, it has, it has, because even my sister has just come back from Spain and it's just very timely that she's kind of here for kind of my parents' steady decline. And she said, please don't leave me with dad on my own because I'm not, I, I don't have a good relationship with them. And I said, based on what? I said, do you actually, you, you need to actually see him for who he is now. Not through your five-year-old, six-year-old, 10-year-old, 25-year-old. You have to see him who he is now. And she had to go back to, to Spain recently and she was coming back then a few weeks later. And she sent me a text and she said, I really, really miss hanging out with my parents. I, I, I am so glad I got to know my father. Mm. And that's who's available to us all the time. And, you know, it's interesting what you described there about you know, people talking about somebody, because we have this concept of bullying. And bullying does not exist. If we didn't have thinking brains, there's no such thing as bullying. It just doesn't exist. And it's a really hard concept because I used to say, oh, I was bullied by this boss. And then I went to another boss and I was bullied. No, I used to have all this thinking that I was insecure thinking. And then I was faced with somebody who was stronger than me. And I used to think, make up conversations that I thought they were having. They weren't even having the conversations with me. It's all in here. It's like two conversations happening separately. When you bring it back here, there was no yeah. bully. So we're, all the, yeah. we're all the same. We all are the same. Regardless. And we're always okay in yeah. the moment when we can bring ourselves, when we can be present to what is actually going on right now. Yeah. And now is the only time that's important. And I, I, you, you reminded me when you were talking about the now, um, I was coaching this young girl and she was so insecure that she could barely sit down when I was talking to her. So I used to say, let's walk. So we used to walk and I live near the sea and she kept telling me, I'm never going to be okay. And I'm never going to get over this. And I'm never going to be this. And I said, and I said, stop. And she kind of looked at me. I said, are you okay right now? She went, yeah. I said, okay, you can be okay. Just right now you're okay. So, so I said, let's just see how the rest of the walk goes. (laughs) And she roared laughing because she actually saw it. And then about 10 minutes later, I did the same thing. I went, stop. I'm okay. <laughs> you can be okay. So you've been twice. You've been okay twice in the last half hour. I said to her, "Let's practice." Yeah. And she saw it. She did see it. It's a slow journey back for her, but she'll get there. She'll get there. 
Yeah. See what our mind does. I know. Playing tricks with us. Well, Ev, this was a great conversation. <laughs> I'm know. so happy I had you. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna call Ian. I'm gonna get Ian to come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. get Ian. Yeah, he's he he gets good deep. He gets good yeah. deep insights now. Yeah. Did I did I ever tell you the story about how Ian told me he loved me? No. <laughs> So I, I was on a class with Ian and we yeah. were in breakout sessions and we yeah. had we had a deep conversation. I don't even remember what the conversation was, yeah. but he hung up and he says, oh, OK, bye. Love you. And he left. <laughs> but I don't think he realized like it wasn't like, oh, Jasmine, I love you. It was yeah, nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I don't think he realized that he left and I was like. That was gorgeous. That was just uh, gorgeous. How you can just say, you know what? Love you. I'd like see ya. And yeah. then I saw him later yeah. in the Unlock Your Health. Yeah. And then and then he showed up, and I'm not very good with memory. He showed up, and then I kind of like, oh, Ian. I said, You're the one who said you love me. And he just kind of looked at me. And as he sa- I said it, you popped into the room uh, and I remember going him going what uh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I couldn't like I was just like what have I done I hope uh, see, you didn't even notice right but I was in my head about that and I kind of yeah. like let that go I was like it was that's like, hilarious I didn't even notice yeah because actually a lot of the time would we be in breakout rooms and we'd afterwards we'd say and who were you in the jay breakout room with and well, i can't remember the person's name but we had this conversation and and that's the lovely thing about it you know yeah. it's just uh he 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 gets this he gets this so quickly because he he is less heady yeah now he was for years he was very heady but he got himself into calm space so he gets a he gets it very, very quickly. However, when he loses it, it's very quick to see it. And he, um, yeah, well, uh, I think it's all like that for us, right? I think yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, like I said earlier, I get into this this space of of calm and peace, and nothing bothers me. I've got no judgment. I like, you know, we're having this conversation. I'm not, I'm not having any thoughts about what the conversation is. And I, I have nothing. There's nothing there, which is gorgeous. And so it's so freeing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just say whatever I want. I can move my arms like this. My <laughs> intellect is going, you should be straight and you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. And yeah. I'm like, it's okay. It's no, fine. no. The intellect right. doesn't steer us. Yeah. But if I become my in my intellect, you'd probably go, oh, look at that. Yes. Yes, I'd see it. I'd see it in my life. You'd be like, oh, look at that. Jasmine's in her head now. And that's, yeah. it's just so cool that we can, we can differentiate. Yeah. I have a girlfriend who's listening right now. I'm positive. And this girlfriend, like I can talk to her and I can go, okay, that's head, 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 head. That's yeah. heart that's heart that's heart that's heart and she she's actually grown to liking that she's like okay jasmine can you just listen to me and tell me when you're hearing the head now and you're hearing the heart and she started to see it too yeah yeah so you cannot see it 
Yeah. It's, it's funny, isn't it? It's once it's shown to you and you see it, it's really hard not to see it. Um, yeah. It is. <laughs> we could talk for hours. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Ev. Thank you so much. Been uh, great. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they reach you? Um, well, I'm Evelyn Johnston. So E-I-B-H-L-I-N uh, at the Resiliency Hub. That's the best email address. E-I-B-H-L-I-N at the Resi- Resi- Resiliency Hub. Ev is short for Evelyn. Um, and the company that I have is called the Resiliency Hub. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it in the description also, guys, so you'll be able to, to reach her there. But um, in case you wanted to know, there you go. Yeah. So, thank thank you. you for accepting my offer. Right. And uh, to everybody else who's listening, I'm going to say, hey, dream it, dare it, do it. Live mm-hmm. the life you want. Have a good day. Bye. That's brilliant.